Thank you for joining us on another adventure in neuromonitoring. Please listen to the end of this cast for our disclaimers. You're listening to another stimulating adventure in the world of neuromonitoring. This is the IONM for Life podcast with your host, Scott Moore. Hello, neurodiagnostic community. This is Scott with the IONM for Life Adventures in Neuromonitoring podcast, and we are preparing to launch season two of the show. However, I wanted to get this episode out ahead of schedule because I want to wish all the amazing physician assistants or associates, PAs as we call them in the field, a happy PA week. Those of us in neurodiagnostic are very familiar with ND week, our own week of recognition in April. And PA Week is their week to be recognized and celebrated, and they deserve it. A quick note on the nomenclature. PAs have previously been known as physician assistants, but the terminology is trending toward physician associates. Why? Well, PAs are advanced practice providers on a professional level with nurse practitioners, CRNAs, and the all-important midwife category. PAs can practice independently, they can interpret blood work, write prescriptions, and provide a variety of other vital healthcare services. In doing so, they extend the reach of physicians who absolutely love the help and support they get from PAs. In short, the AAPA, the American Academy of Physician Assistants, or Associates, deemed the term assistant as not accurately reflecting the highly trained and important role these professionals filled. In 2021, they came to make the resolution that associates is a more effective term to give credit to an important role in healthcare. Look, we have all heard about the doctor shortages. This isn't going to get resolved anytime soon, though a lot of good work is being done to get physicians out into the field as soon as practicable. In the meantime, and for many years to come, having advanced practice professionals such as physician assistants is vital to meeting the needs of our healthcare system here in the U.S. and beyond. So... If you work with a PA in the operating room or anywhere in the hospital, please take time this week to wish them Happy PA Week. PA Week runs from Friday, October 6th through the 12th. During PA Week, the AAPA is touting its Go Beyond campaign, which invites all healthcare professionals to give recognition to a PA who has gone above and beyond in a healthcare setting. If you know a PA who deserves recognition, Give them a shout out in the weeks to come using the hashtag PAs Go Beyond. I know one PA who really deserves some recognition. She's an amazing person, a wonderful professional, and my best friend. She also happens to be my wife. Damaris Moore, physician associate who has worked in both neurosurgery and orthopedics. She agreed to come on the show to talk about the Go Beyond campaign during PA week. Here's Don Maurice. So with me now in the studio, I have my amazing, hardworking, fantastic physician assistant wife, Don Maurice Moore. Hi, everyone. So we've been hearing so much over the past few years about doctor shortages. The Association of American Medical Colleges, the AAMC, is projecting a shortage of physicians between 37,800 and 124,000 by 2034. This is coming from the June 2021 BLS Occupational Outlook Handbook Report. 
advanced practice providers such as physician assistants are going to be the people that step into the gap and help hold the line for healthcare over the next decade. We all know and understand how important nurses are to healthcare. Physician assistants will be a key role as well in helping healthcare meet the needs of an aging, growing population in the U.S. During PA week running from October 6th to October 13th, the AAPA, the American Academy of Physician Associates, is promoting the Go Beyond campaign. And we're going to hear from Damaris more about what that is. But first, Damaris, tell us a little bit about what a PA does, who a PA is. We are licensed clinicians who work in a variety of healthcare settings, including surgeries, family practices, emergency medicine, oncology, and other specialties. One of our most critical missions is patient education. A physician assistant can help bridge the understanding between the doctor and the patient. The greater communication between the physician and the patient, the greater engagement a patient has in their healing journey. Physician assistants can provide care to patients in collaboration with the physician. However, we also are allowed to practice medicine independently, often reviewing lab work, diagnostic imaging, and providing medical advice. The current education model for PAs is a four-year bachelor's degree, typically a bachelor's in science with a focus on pre-PA requisites, which are often similar to pre-medical school requirements. Prior to applying to PA school, most schools are requiring some shadowing experience, meaning you should be following a PA, learning what they do, what their roles and responsibilities are in the clinical setting. Following your bachelor's degree, you would complete a master's program in which you would have a mixture of didactic and hands-on learning. Typically, you end up with over 2,000 clinical hours on your rotation. Okay, and the AAPA really wanted to find a way to highlight people in your profession who really kind of go above and beyond and just do that extra that really makes a difference in patient care, really people that are just paragons of what it is to be an effective PA. So that's the Go Beyond campaign. So tell us about that. The Go Beyond campaign seeks to highlight PAs who go beyond the call of duty. So if you have a story of a PA who really made an impact on someone's life in a patient care setting, share it with us, especially with the hashtag PAs Go Beyond. So Damaris, you've mentioned before that neuromonitoring specialists or CNIMs such as myself are to an oversight neurologist what a surgical PA is to the surgeon. And I've always liked that analogy. This, this is the first of a two-part series about neuromonitoring and PA relationships. And of course, I'm looking forward to having you back on the program to talk more about that. But for now, just talk about your experiences with neuromonitoring as a surgical PA. So I know we're going to talk about this in a future episode, Scott, but I do just want to say that I have learned a lot from my neurophysiology colleagues throughout my career, especially during my five years in neurosurgery and now with my best friend. Wink, wink. I know <laughs> I now work in orthopedics and although less frequent, we do still use neuromonitoring on occasion, particularly on patients who have cervical spine pathology or known pre-existing conditions that would benefit from the neuromonitoring service, specifically because they will be in the lateral decubitus position for shoulder surgeries in particular. These patients could experience neurovascular compromise, and so monitoring for any changes becomes paramount. So we definitely appreciate you and how you help us prevent post-operative complications. 
I just want to say thank you to Don Maurice and all the physician assistants out there that are doing just great work helping extend the, the, the capabilities of all of our doctors, just being there for the patients, patient education, helping with surgery, helping in the emergency room. You're doing very important work, and, and really, healthcare could not be doing it without you. So thank you, Don Maurice. Happy PA week. Thanks, everyone. And I know that this focus was on PAs, but just a shout out to all the advanced practice providers, including CRNAs, nurse practitioners, and midwives. We really, really appreciate all of you. You all make healthcare work. That is it for today. Be sure to like and subscribe. You can get the IONM for Life podcast wherever you download your podcasts. We're on iTunes, Google, Spotify, etc. Don't forget to check out our YouTube channel, IONM for Life, and get ready for Season 2 of Some Adventures in Neuromonitoring. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to this episode of the IONM for Life podcast. If you enjoyed today's show, please remember to like, subscribe, and tell a friend. Join us next time for more stimulating adventures. This podcast is not affiliated with any medical device or neuromonitoring company. At the present time, the IONM for Life podcast does not accept any advertising money. All opinions expressed on the IONM for Life podcast do not necessarily represent the views and opinions held by myself or anyone associated with the IONM for Life podcast. This podcast should not be used in any legal capacity whatsoever, including but not limited to establishing standard of care in a legal sense or as a basis for expert witness testimony. No guarantee is given regarding the accuracy of any statements or opinions made on the podcast. I welcome any comments, suggestions, or correction of errors.